Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group went looking for Morn Ballantine and then spoke with the wife of Zoff Reverus. Afterwards, the team got a letter about the past. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So the three of you are in the kitchen at the Mertiel Auberge, kind of, you know, right at the table. There's a kind of a note sitting open uh, between you guys. Uh, you hear the the kind of the chopping and stirring of pots and stuff nearby in the same room as you. As Fritz is sort of busying himself, he, you know, he got this strange note about, you know, or addressed to those who seek the past and you know just sort of thought it was involved with your guys's kind of shenanigans and you know isn't paying it a whole lot of attention guys i feel like we've been staring at this note for like a month we're gonna have to decide <laughs> how long what to do about it. get here it, it feels like a long time probably longer than it's actually been yeah yeah I, I, you, you, did you guys get a hair you look different your hair looks longer <laughs> yeah a little longer i'm a little more tired yeah, than I was uh, about five minutes ago. <laughs> That's weird. That's a weird yeah, thing. Weird I, it, was a big, it was a busy day. It was. I, I quit drinking for a couple hours, so I'm down a few pounds. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good for you. I've gained a few pounds, and uh, yeah, these things happen. Yeah, yeah. Been working a lot. Is Fritz around with us? Oh yeah, he's in the kitchen. He's uh, not really like paying you guys a whole lot of attention. He's just sort of busying himself with uh, cooking your guys' dinner. But yeah, he's he's nearby. All right. Uh, should we ask Fritz if he knows anything about the Moonlight Cloak? Wait, Apparently, wait, wait. that's the the place but, but, where this letter, where this guy's meeting. Why don't we just talk what? to Fritz instead of just asking if he knows? Let's just go talk to him. Well, I didn't want to bother him too much. He's making us dinner. I don't think he's gonna <laughs> mind. I mean, yeah. So you guys want to shout out for Fritz? Well, I mean, we could go. I mean, let's let's go, go in the him. kitchen. He's yeah. Well, you, you guys are in the kitchen. You guys are oh, at he's the right kitchen table. Yeah, he's yeah, like, like <laughs> that's why I'm like, asking. Yeah. Like, why don't we just ask him? He's right there. Hey, Fritz. Yes. <laughs> Do you know anything about uh, a place called the Moonlight Cloak? Oh, well, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh, really? That's great. Oh, uh, yes, it is uh, technically a, a, a rival establishment. Oh. It's a hotel? Uh, it is. I, I believe it is a hotel. Are they nice in this place? Uh, no, it, it is in the new residential district. It's uh, um, It's a little bit more low-income housing in that area. I can't imagine any place nicer than this. I definitely appreciate it. Do you uh, do you know who's in charge of it? Like who runs it? No, no, I, I'm afraid not. I I met a uh, a very kind uh, elf person uh, who who was talking about the establishment one day. We we met in a, a market before. Who was the elf? I'm just curious. I don't know their name. Uh, they mentioned that they were yes, it was uh, uh, an elf. Um, they they mentioned. They made small talk. Uh, they s- seemed polite. I, I didn't really get to know them very well, I'm afraid. Okay. What the? What the I don't remember what time of day is it. Right? It's nighttime. It's like late. He's making dinner. Uh, yeah, he's making dinner. Okay. So it's like in the the late, uh, not late evening, but probably late afternoon, early evening. So this is something we may want to do tomorrow. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. So 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 this note, Fritz. Mm-hmm. It just appeared. Yes, uh, there was a, a knock at the door. I, I went, opened the door. There was nobody there. Uh, however, I, I saw the note uh, underneath. I, I didn't think it was too long before I got to the door. Uh, but uh, apparently they could not be bothered to wait that long. All right. 
So what are we thinking? We're eat dinner, chill out here for the night, and uh, head over there first thing in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. That's a good idea. Um, is there <clears throat> anything we wanted to uh, do before we eat, go to sleep? Do you have something? Yeah, I'm going to write a letter to a contact of mine. Yeah, so you have a secret compartment underneath the mailbox to the Mertiel Auberge, which is uh, uh, something Kizaru Bloodbane, the, the little kobold who's yeah. kind of taken over as your contact uh, in the city, uh, as your brother is kind of being uh, kind of detained a bit, it seems. He, he was kind of looking into things he shouldn't have. And uh, as far as that goes, what would you like to write in the letter? So am I writing it to uh, Thucydides, or am I writing it to Kisaro? Kisaro. Kizaro is the one who told you about it. Uh, so, okay. I mean, you, you can address it to just to whom it may concern, if you're more com- comfortable to with that. who it may concern. <laughs> and what are you asking? I'm curious if anyone knows about the whereabouts of Morn Valentine. Okay. So you put that letter in this little secret compartment, close it up, and you head back inside. I... Uh, as far as that goes, Fritz is kind of finishing up, you know, getting dinner ready. So you guys now have like, you know, soup and, you know, like a, a you know, roast beast, basically some type of roast beef dish uh, put in front of you. And you guys are eating. And is there anything you guys wanted to talk to Fritz about? Uh, Maxwell comes downstairs and uh, greets you guys as well. Hey, Maxwell. How, is, how are things? Uh, not bad. Uh, and he kind of waits until Fritz kind of like turns around and like goes into another room and and he says, uh, yeah, I mean, things are fine. I'm basically guard duty for this place. It's a little boring, but, you know, I've been hanging around here to make sure, you know, nothing happens. Nothing. So you haven't seen anything. Nobody's retaliated or come after Fritz. No, no. Um, I uh, only thing that was weird is uh, that uh, knock at the door. Do do you did you see anybody? I mean, like, did you what did you notice about this knock? Anything? No, that's the weird thing. I uh, I heard the knock. I started heading downstairs. I was upstairs at the time, and by the time I was rounding the staircase, Fritz had already opened the door, and nobody seemed to be there. I wonder if somebody placed the note and then stood back and then used like one of your dirty pants spells to knock on the door. Maybe. Uh, Maxwell shrugs and he says, well, I don't know a whole lot about magic, but I mean, you can do just about anything with it. So sure, I, that could be. Or hidden the, the bushes nearby. Well, I, I poked around a bit and I didn't see anything. I mean, they could have just been adept at hiding. Yeah, that could very well be the case. Maybe they're using some kind of cloak of invisibility. That I would mean, make them go insane. I think we have one of those. <laughs> He kind of looks at you for a little funny, and he goes, uh, well, as far as that goes, uh, I, I think magic that makes you invisible that you can give to anybody would be pretty pretty heinous stuff. I don't know. We could try it. Sphinx, uh, or, uh, Theo. I'm not putting on that. <laughs> Man, oh, I just want to try. Oh, the cloak of protection? Yeah, I'm not that, putting on that cloak. That cursed one? Uh-huh. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, if you want to, you can. I ain't going to stop you. We got nothing to do tonight. <laughs> Let's go crazy. <laughs> Uh, we can put I'm, the red dress on, too, with the yeah. shard of the black pyramid. <laughs> you're going to get drunk and not remember your evening anyway. I take oh, another boy. sip of the blueberry wine. You're not wrong. So, um, I, I would imagine you guys probably have a few questions for me, considering what we've seen over the past day and a half or so. Yeah, what's the deal with this Murdoch Obsidian? Yeah, that guy. Um, Since okay, we seem so, to have all these demons and devils and shit. That yeah, were interfering with Maxwell now. cuts you off and goes, uh, "Just demons." Yeah, just demons. I I think I should probably level with you guys a little bit here. Um, so the whole when we were when we were walking to the to the Dragonborn District and you'd heard about the Obsidian Town and those merchants bitching about it and some dude that ruined the city. That was me, kind of indirectly. <laughs> you ruined a whole city. Yeah, like a whole city. Uh. I'm genuinely impressed. Well, you know, <laughs> you got to aim high. Um, so, <clears throat> I'm from Obsidian Town. It was run by the Obsidian family, who were they were merchants, and my dad was the captain of their guard. They were in charge. He was in charge of kind of protecting the family and the city, and kind of keeping every keeping the peace. Murdoch was his lieutenant, was his right hand man, and he was also. Uh, a member of the Obsidian family. 
As you can tell by meeting him, he's kind of a douchebag. No one really liked him. Uh, without even making like insight checks, you can tell that uh, uh, Maxwell seems real, real like distant. The moment the conversation comes up, you think this affected him to a degree as well. He he just sort of kind of clams up and holds his drink in his hand. Uh, Max over there was my dad's actual right hand man, and my trainer and the captain of the armory. He kind of ran things as far as like training and distributing weapons and kind of helping me learn what I was supposed to be doing. Um, One day, I was supposed to be on guard duty, and I got lured away to the bar by um, a hot ass. And while I was was gone, Murdoch staged a coup with demons and torched the city, blamed it on my dad and myself, and then kind of left. Uh, yeah, and so I came back. The city was in ruins. My name was Tarnished, and so I adopted the name Demon Breaker. It's not actually my last name. So what is your last name? Well, it's Templeton. It's not great, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Stick it's, with Demon Breaker. It's Templeton. So I, I went with Demon Breaker because, you know, hunting the demons and stuff like that. I know it's a little on the nose, but... But that's who that's who Murdoch is. Murdoch is the bane of my existence. So what was his play? It sounds like he was part of the he was part of the family. He was pissed about not being the captain of the guard, and he was pissed about not really being part of the. They didn't really include him in, as part of the family. He was I can't imagine on, why, based on what I've seen. He yeah. was low on the pecking order. Yeah, he, he wasn't very high up in the family. He was like a cousin or something. Yeah, so he wanted the fortune for himself. Um, that's actually also in that particular battle. That's why that's why Max limps now. Max kind of got hurt in that battle. Uh, Maxwell just sort of nods and once again kind of kind of clams up. He's not not he, Maxwell's never been a, like a super excitable, happy go lucky kind of guy by any stretch. But you can tell that like his mood definitely dampens when he thinks about Murdoch. So do you think he brought that Barugula? Was that what it was called? I'm sure again? he did. Barugula. Barugula, yeah, thank I, you. I absolutely think he's the one behind... He's the one, at least, at the very least, behind bringing the demons here. I wouldn't be surprised if he had trained some people to bring demons here as well. I was going to um, say, because we saw one that was kind of like a hack job, right? That was yeah. the one... Was that the one at the house? I think yeah, it's in Zoff's the house. new residential district, I believe. Yeah, not Zoff's house, but yeah, in the new residential, new residential district. It wasn't a very good circle or whatever they were working on. Even right? Murdoch himself, uh, whether it was him who, who made that circle or not, you're not entirely sure, but he had taunted you guys uh, when you confronted him, and he basically laughed and said that, you know, the one from before was not very good, and this one was perfect. It's also possible that was that first one was a warning shot. Could be. Could be. I mean, he's kind of a dickhead, so it could have just been him fucking around and, like, not being able to get his shit together and then eventually... Well, that's the thing, is, like, who who is he in cahoots with that he's wanting to do... to be in Rayburn, Rayburn Falls trying to cause this much well, chaos? that's the weird thing. I don't even know why he's here. Um, it seems as if he's teamed up with someone in your past, Alice. Yeah, it seems like a, an old friend might be back, but I can't imagine why he would be here you're not sure uh, i mean it was definitely strange that uh uh the cloaked figure you guys saw had that matching tiny skull you know that's definitely suspicious whether they're the same person or not you don't entirely know of course uh they also didn't talk to you they just sort of stood behind murdoch and just were kind of silent and creepy though they did stare at you uh alice longer than anyone else yeah i, I what i can't figure out is murdoch's not a leader He's just not. He he's he had to buy his power from a demon and ransack the city. Like he couldn't get anybody to follow him on his own. So then I, he's taking th- orders from someone. Are the demons calling the shots? I, I don't right? know if he's taking orders from somebody or he's controlling people. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. I have no idea what the relationship is is there between him and 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 the cloaked person. I, I have no idea. Uh, if you guys want, you can make a religion check. I might be able to tell you uh, maybe a bit a bit a pinch more. And let me know what you guys get. That is a nine. Seven. Fifteen. With a nine and a seven, you two kind of 
think about it, and you don't really know a heck of a lot of de- you know about demons, to be honest. Uh, kind of eludes you. Uh, for you, Hannibal, the only other thing that kind of comes to mind is the fact that, I mean, you know, whatever pact he made with demons, you're not sure what kind of wishes he made. Uh, you know, he could very well have asked for, you know, people to follow him or something. You know, demonic power definitely brings with it a lot of advantages, you know, as you kind of like delve into the dark side. So it could be something that he's gained from this demonic pact. Did I tell them about the dream I had? When we were in the in the sewers, the vision I had. You did not. All right, so um, I'm going to relate to them the vision that I had as well. Sure. So Hannibal tells you he had a really horrible nightmare where, when you guys were in the sewers, he had heard something kind of calling out his name, and when he went to check on it in this dream, uh, the voice was coming from the room that had all those like shrines and totems to Azadon, the demon prince of cannibalism and he you know this creature was demanding that you know Hannibal release it help help him be released or whatever and he saw a shadowy figure on a wall that look, matched the description of Azadon which is the demon that looks like a stegosaurus on hind legs big clawed hands uh, uh the spines that perpetually bleed and a mantis-like head so it sounds like this Azadon is Wanting to have a free run of uh, the city. Yeah, I think I would assume that this is the demon that Murdoch is in cahoots with. Uh, I mean, you definitely saw tons of those, you know, totems and, and sh- you know, shrines and stuff in that uh, cave. So, yeah, that definitely stands to reason. Oh, boy. Yeah, so there's that. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. This investigation just got way more complicated. Yeah. Fritz walks in awkwardly and he's like, "Who wants creme brulee?" I do. Oh, <laughs> he kind of like fantastic. holds up like some dishes of dessert that he made, and he's like, "Here you are." I and you think, take, uh, but no, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, and you think that he's feeling a little awkward after hearing bits and pieces of your guys' conversation, sets the stuff down. He goes, "I will be in another room." I can even just yell. I give Fritz a big hug. And he goes, kind of like, does a little awkward, like, pat. And he's like, there's air. Thanks, there's air. Thanks, Fritz. You're the only good thing in my life. <laughs> he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Fritz runs off. Uh, Maxwell uh, kind of, you know, just leaves the dessert on the table. And he goes, ah, one of you can finish that. And he kind of gets up on his cane. And, you know, he says, if you need me, I'll be in my room. You want, a, off. You want a bottle? Bottle, uh, bottle of booze to go with you? I do and that's why I'm not going to take it. Fair enough. And he stumbles off. Is he all right? Um, yeah, it was it was it was rough. He, uh, you know, you lose your best friend, you lose your job, your city burns to the ground. You kind of get your leg blown off, half blown off. You, you wander around. Uh, you He's wander had better around. days. Yeah. just one of those days. Sure. Your name's I hate been tarnished. Days like that. Yeah, uh, it's been rough. <clears throat> So you guys are are have eaten your dinner. You've even eaten dessert, which Fritz you think was maybe feeling bad for the fact that like you guys had all this awkward drama going on and just sort of weaseled his way in with it and kind of you know darted off. Uh, but what would you guys like to do? Do you guys want to go to bed at this point? Did you guys want to run around at this point? It is uh, late evening, pretty early in the night. If you guys wanted to go out somewhere, you definitely can. It just depends on what you want to do. At some point, we should go should check we? back in with Orvault, but it's probably too, a little too late for that. I was going to say, we can either check with Orvault, or we could go to the church district. Well, keep in mind, too, that you guys did just ask earlier today for Orvault to start looking into right. everything. And then you just asked earlier today for Altarius to pass on that message. Now, a message is a little easier than in, you know scoping out an entire sector of a city. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit more reasonable than, hey, Orvald, have your men found anything? And have them be like, what? They've not even started. Yeah. Well, do we want to follow up in the church district then? I think it doesn't hurt. So you guys want to head off to the uh, church district? Is it? I don't remember. That's, is the church district cl- close by? It's not too far. Yeah, it's across the uh, uh, the river. You go th- or you go through the merchant district, head across. You go through the government district, and then there's the church okay. district. And I don't remember. What are we following up on? We were going to talk to Abraham. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. you we would put the word in f- with uh, with what's his dealy to see if yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, to find if he'd be willing to talk to us again. I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't. Or I uh, and there's there's been a precedent for this as well. I wouldn't normally recommend it, but there's always the graveyard as well. 
You guys also uh, found yeah. out where that grave was. That sounds like a, er, an early morning activity. Yeah, that doesn't sound like an evening activity. Yeah. We, we've done no the graveyard at no night. We know what enough. happens, Craig. <laughs> Thank you, though. No one's stupid enough to go to a graveyard at night. <laughs> I, no. I, you guys are giving me real mixed signals here. Uh, so, yeah, did you guys want to head to the church district and see if uh, anyone's available? Yeah, let's go let's check out take us to church. beards around. Absolutely. So you guys head across uh, uh, town. And, you know, after uh, a little bit of walking, you guys make it to the church district. And you see the Grand Duke Lion Cathedral is up ahead. And you see that the uh, the big, you know, front doors to the church are currently closed. Well, Alice, you're mm-hmm. going to take the lead. Oh, goody. We'll hang back. Why don't you go knock and maybe see if anyone's there? All right, yeah. Hopefully I'll... it's Altarius and not, uh, you know... Uh, Abraham, Abraham. <laughs> we can kind of weasel our way in. <laughs> sure. All so, right. so I'm gonna go up and and knock on the door. Absolutely. You knock at the door. The like the the you know kind of metal knockers that are on the the front of the church doors, and you wait a few moments, and there's no answer. I want to like push on the door and see. Roll a d20 and see if it's locked. That's a one. It is most definitely locked. <laughs> Looks like a strong, sturdy lock, too. All right, so I go back. Like it, we are we are not breaking in. No, I'm not breaking into what? the church. I, why not? We are not breaking I into mean, the church. Can we walk around the church then? Maybe there's another opening. Let's go. Yeah, okay, that's fine. That's we can take a look. Reasonable. So you guys scope out the perimeter of the uh, the building. You guys see that there is indeed a uh, back door to the church. There's even like a uh, oh, would there be a side door? Let me see. There's not a side door. There is a back door, however. And then otherwise you see a uh, what looks to be like a uh, maybe like a small shrine out in the back as well uh, in the backyard area of this church. Otherwise, the back of this church looks like maybe like weddings take place here or something. It looks like a, a pretty well-kept garden is here. You know, it looks pretty. There's a lot of flowers and stuff. But otherwise, nobody is back here. But you guys are at the back door. Do we see any lights on? Uh, make a uh, perception check. And All I of can, us? Yeah, anybody can uh, make the, the roll. And let me know what you guys get. Eight. With an eight, you don't see any lights on. Eighteen. Fifteen. Eighteen out of fifteen. You guys listen. You don't hear anything coming from the other side of the door. You don't see lights. It looks like the church is closed up. Okay. Let's well, try pushing on the, the back door just to check. Roll a d20. I don't want to. Fifteen. With a fifteen, looks like the back door is open. Somebody did not lock it. We should probably check this out. All Let's right. go in. And you guys open the door, which uh, it squeaks a little, but not especially loud. And it opens up, and you guys are now in the uh, back area of the church. You see up ahead, it looks like uh, Abraham's office door uh, is there, where you saw it uh, beforehand. And then otherwise, the hallway has uh, a few other doorways in it. Uh, looks like there's a few other rooms in, in the back side of the church. And then it, of course, opens up into a big, wide you know, open cathedral where there's stained glass windows and light can stream in and stuff. Um, Should we head to the office? Yes. Sure. So you get to Abraham's uh, door, and that is locked. Let's listen first. Yes. Sure. Uh, So make perception checks. Let me know what you guys get. Nine. Nine. You guys listen, and... We don't hear shit. (laughs) You don't hear anything. You don't see lights on in the office. Uh, there's no window really to the door. Uh, it's just like a, a big, you know, wooden door. Should we knock? Let's yeah. Let's lightly. You tap on the the door, and there's no answer. All right. What if we nudge the door open? <laughs> uh, it is locked, so it does oh, not right, open. Yeah, yeah, does not open. What if we try to break in? Mm, let's look around first. Sure. Uh, do you guys just want to investigate the church? Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. Uh, all three of you guys can make investigation. Well, yeah, you guys are just investigating at this point. There's nothing specific you guys are doing. So, yeah, just investigation rolls. And let me know what you guys get. 13. Seven. Seven, 13. Uh, what are we doing? Investigation? Yep. And what'd you get? 11. 7, 11, 13. Uh, so, with a 7, you uh, take a look through, like, a, a storeroom. Uh, there, Thelonious, and you don't really find nothing really stands out to you. It looks like it's there's like some preserved foods and stuff. Um, it looks like it's not very, you know, where you've gotten kind of used to living the high life over at uh, the Mertiel Alberge. This is all very mundane food. 
possibly because they're, you know, holy men that uh, uh, potentially stay here. Uh, otherwise, uh, Alice and Hannibal. Alice, you find a staircase that leads upstairs. Uh, there's a, another hallway on the other side of the church. And, you know, it leads up into uh, like a second floor. It's a pretty big cathedral, so it makes sense. And then uh, otherwise, Hannibal, you go looking through like a side office door. Uh, you think maybe this is the office of Altarius. And you don't really find, you know, nothing incriminating stands out to you. Nothing strange or, or uh, unique. The only thing that catches your attention is uh, uh, written on a scroll is a seemingly a reminder. And it says, uh, uh, remember to ask Abraham about what the three have been looking into. And then there's in parentheses, it says, is it safe? Which is the question you wanted to pass along to him, I believe. Right. Well, Altarius kind of seems to be on the level. He obviously doesn't know about the armor. Otherwise, he wouldn't have written himself a reminder note. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think you guys really brought up the armor to him. I think you were just yeah. like, ask, yeah. is it safe? Uh, though, if he had an inkling of what that was, yeah, he probably wouldn't write the letter. So I, I think Altarius is, as of right now, from what we can tell, on the level. Yeah, nothing jumps out as suspicious. Uh, do we want to check out the upstairs? Yeah. Something doesn't feel right about the fact the back door was open. Yeah, I, I think just for the safety of Abraham and, and the church itself, we should definitely... Check things out just to make sure. Let's not pick any locks just yet. Let's kind of check things out. Yes. Sure. So go ahead and make me uh, perception checks as you guys head upstairs. And if you're sneaking, then by all means, stealth check as well. All right. Um, That is a 21 on perception and sneaking. Eight. Eight on perception, 14. No, 16 on stealth. Okay. I got an 18 on perception. And a 24 on stealth. I have a 13 on stealth. Okay. Uh, So let's see here. Uh, Let's go through your perception rolls for me. Uh, Alice? 21. 21. 8. 18. 18. With an 8 and an 18, you guys listen and you don't really hear a whole heck of a lot. Nothing really stands out to you. Alice, you hear what sounds like an open opening of a window coming from, uh, so you head up uh, uh, the staircase, and it looks like there's like, a, uh, on the second floor, it's like there's a, a kind of, not, it's almost not quite like a, a full-on second floor to the church. It's almost like there's just like kind of a, a, a walkway along the side of the church that goes around it so that you can kind of look down at, you know, whoever's doing sermons and stuff, you know, things like that. And nearby you can see the, uh, you know, while you're on the second floor, you're pretty close to these stained glass windows. There's like stained glass windows up top. And then down on the first floor, there's even more stained glass windows. They're real intricate, very beautiful. However, uh, there are rooms on the second floor that lead to probably not very large rooms if you're kind of, as you picture the layout of the church. However, down at the end, the far last left door of this you know, walkway before it turns and goes to the other side of the church, you do hear a window open. All right, I let them know. Guys, I, I think someone's trying to go out the window. Do you want to send one person down? Someone's going to go out the window or the window's just open? Or they're coming. I, I just hear a window opening, so I don't know if they're trying to come in or if they're trying to go out. But All right. Well, we've already, let's, let's go over and stealth, so we might as well stealth over there. Sure. Are you guys stealthing or are you guys running? Stealthing. Stealthing. Absolutely. Go ahead and make stealth checks for me. 11. 16. Unnatural 20. You guys creep down to the, the, uh, the last door, and it is ajar. How, probably how you were able to eat, you know, more easily hear the fact that the window is opening. And you guys pop open the door? Yeah. 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 And you guys creak open the door, and you guys look, and there's an open window, and the wind kind of blusters in. The, the kind of drapes sort of swing a bit in the wind. And you look around, and nobody's in here. I think they must have gone out the window. Or they came in the window. But the door, the back door was unlocked. I have a feeling they came in the back door and heard us and jumped out the window. Maybe. All right, well, let's check this room out. Investigation checks, if you please. Thelonious? Eight. Unnatural 20. Five. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like you guys have all been roll, uh, rolling a little low, though uh, Hannibal there is uh, bringing it back. So... Uh, Hannibal, or I'm sorry, 
While Hannibal is looking around by the window, Alice and Thelonious, you two kind of search around the room. It looks like this is like a storage room. Uh, you see uh, uh, what seems to be like a lot of uh, uh, like tables and chairs and stuff are in here kind of stacked on top of each other. You think that this must just be some storage you know, place. Nothing really stands out to you. Hannibal, you look around the room and then go to the window and you don't really find a whole lot. Nothing really stands out to you until you look at the window and you kind of slide it down a little bit to get a look at, like, you know, uh, the the actual, like, window frame itself. And you can see tiny little slits in the glass. You think whoever had grabbed at the mirror to open it and lift it had clawed hands. Well, the Great Devourer may have been here. Or is still here. You guys listen and you don't hear anything. I mean, you these look like the window was opened from... It, it looks like the window was opened from the outside and then they came in the window. No, it looks like uh, uh, as they were like opening the window from, the, oh, from this the side. Yeah, they had grabbed at the, the window, brought it up, and it uh, uh, scratched up the glass a bit. And then whoever it is must have left or is making you feel like they left. But that's what you can tell from the evidence. Do we want to go back down and see if we can... All right, so the first thing we need to do, I think, is grab some guards. Have them posted around here. Make sure nobody's in or out. Do we really have time for that at this exact moment, though? We can. One of us can run outside and call for guards. But we don't have any... Like, what are we telling them? We're telling them we saw the door Something was open. Something broke into the church. And as part of our investigation, we wanted to make sure nobody was in here missing. We were worried about Abraham Goldbeard. All right, well, I'll go, maybe I'll we go should run try f- to find Goldbeard first. Well, but yeah, either way, we still need to keep... Because right now, Goldbeard's mm. office is locked. His office is locked. Earlier today, you were told that he had left the church and had went home. Yeah. Did we ever find out where he went? Like, where yeah. his house is? Nope. Uh, no. Alter- when you asked Altarius, he told you that he was not about to tell you guys right. that. He didn't quite trust you that much. Right. He'd pass on messages, and he let you know that uh, uh, he did... Uh, Abraham himself took your advice and has guards with him at all times now. But as far as that goes, yeah, he's he's at least not in the church, it seems. Yeah, and, and as of right now, the door is locked, meaning nobody broke in. But the front door, or but the back door is open. Back door was open. Back door was open, but I think maybe we got here in time to scare whoever was here off. If or we they got leave, what they needed from this, because we're in a storeroom right now, right? Uh, a very, very bland and boring oh, okay. one, but sure, yeah. yeah. If he, I mean, you don't see treasure some, chests anywhere or anything like that. If he's locking something up, it's going to be behind some locked doors. Did you want to run out, uh, Alice? Uh, did you still want to go out and get guards? Uh, I Just think to let him know, maybe, what's going on here? Let's take a look outside, and then we can go find guards and have them posted, because I have a feeling whoever's okay. here is probably not coming back well, I, right I think the second. We need to go in the office. I want to break into the office. No. Are you guys no. breaking into the we're office? Not gonna bra- you're not no. going to break into the office. Why? <sighs> because then we're the criminals. Yeah. Right <laughs> That's now, probably true. <laughs> right now, we can they totally have to play this. prove the... that we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, whatever this great devourer is, broke until in. proven guilty, thank you. <laughs> that, is that the law in Rayburn Falls? Uh, honestly, uh, uh, if you guys wanted to try to pin it on whoever was creeping up here, like you yeah. might be able we to. We a great alibi. No, because then we get a roll. Sorry, metagaming. <laughs> <clears throat> no, let's go. Look you would have to outside. lie. We yeah, would. We, we would. Uh, we would definitely be putting ourselves in. Yeah, in a situation where we'd have let's, to. We, we told. We told Fall we would do things on the up and up, and that's what we're gonna do. Okay. That's true. You guys said that you would. So I mean, we walked yeah. all the way over here for nothing. We're not done the, yet. What? We just chased <laughs> off you whatever was in here. bring the guards here, and then it's game over. No, we bring the we bring the guards here. We let them know what's going on, and then they watch us pick the lock. I don't think they're gonna let us pick the lock. Yeah, but why I, do you think they're gonna let us pick the lock? I mean, it depends on how well you, how persuasive There's, you guys right. are. No. It's a lot easier than trying to lie. We'll just lock it when we close the door. Yeah, that no lock's not surviving. That lock is not surviving. All right, guys, we should probably <laughs> let's take a look outside. <laughs> I'm, all right, so you guys want to all go together, or is just one person going, or is anyone hanging back? All right, I'll I'll hang back. Okay, Thelonious, you and me will will all check right. out by the back door. All right. Absolutely. So you guys get to the go down the stairs, go to the back door, and uh, you guys are just walking. You are, are you running? Are you walking? Are you stealthing? What are you guys doing? Hey, what are we doing? We gotta yell help. Uh, I I'm gonna let's run. I mean, we might as well. Everybody knows we're here. Yeah. So way. both of you make athletics checks for me, and that'll determine kind of how quick you get to the the front street. Nineteen. 
Not bad. Uh, 17. Not bad at all. You guys bolt off, and uh, you guys are making pretty good uh, time. Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys get to the front street, and uh, roll me a d20, one of you, to see. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, Thelonious. Go ahead and roll a d20 and uh, see if guards are nearby. Five. You look and you see somebody way down the way. Uh, it might be a guard. If you want, you can run after them and see if, if they are. So yeah. you guys keep running. Take, it's going to take you a little bit of time. Uh, Hannibal, you're alone in the church. Where did you want to go? Did you want to get back to like the office of Abraham? Did you want to hang out in this room? Um, you said this is like almost like an overhang, kind of overseeing the entire mm-hmm. church. I want to stand in a vantage point where I can see as much of the church at the same time as possible. Sure. So you get to the uh, the kind of the uh, the you know the big giant stained glass uh, window that kind of like you know is at the front of the church, and you're underneath it as you have a good view of the church and kind of down into the hallway. And after uh, not very long, you hear the back door. I uh, I uh, open and a figure actually you don't hear a single step and a figure that looks very very draconic that's about seven foot tall floats into this kind of the the entry like through down the hallway to like the uh, middle of the church and you're not hiding or anything right well no apparently not <laughs> and you see the being known as the great devourer just sort of look up at you and then kind of smile. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, hello, investigator. Hey, how you doing? I uh, see you're... Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you look different without your tiara. <laughs> I think it's a good look. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Um, so... So let me ask you a question. So you're you're on your own now, right? Obviously, we figured out what the TR was. You're on your own now. You got kind of your own little plan. What are you sticking around for? Ah, freedom is rather nice, investigator. I have a question for you as well. Yeah, sure. What's up? Is it really in your best interest to be splitting up from your allies? Well, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Indeed it is. And he just sort of smirks at you. Back over to you guys out on the street. You guys are running down the street, and you guys uh, uh, are getting to the person that you saw way in the distance. Roll me another d20, and let's see if this is actually a guard or not. Oh, shit. That's a two. (laughs) Uh, You stop somebody, and uh, uh, let's see who it is. Some drunk guy. (laughs) So... You grab the you like go to grab the person and uh, uh, they turn around and you see Flack Kimarazan <laughs> and he is obliterated. He is super drunk and he looks and turns and sees the two of you and he goes, "Who the hell are you two? We're investigators. Do we know who he is? No, we do. You we know saw- absolutely know who it is. is. Uh, in fact, I, I think your friends kind of have an inkling that he exists, but you, Thelonious, absolutely know that this is Flat Kimarazan. So, uh, Alice, just to, so you know, Flat Kimarazan is this huge barrel-chested guy. Uh, he's got, like, a giant sword on his back. He's got, like, daggers in his boots. He's got, like, an, uh, hand axes at his side. He's just loaded with weapons. He looks like a, uh, like a adventurer, almost more... Than what Thelonious knows him as, who is a one of the uh, heads of the sector of the city. He's the head of the new residential district, and he's got a giant uh, bottle of alcohol with him. It's like almost like a clay jar, almost. It has like kind of weird symbols on it, and he's just sort of like tossing it kind of side to side as he turns around. And he's like, uh, "Do I know who the hell you two are?" No, we're uh, we're investigators here in the city. Uh, who might you be? The name's Flacky Marazon. You gotta be an outsider if you don't know who the hell I am. Looks yeah. like you've had a fun night tonight, huh? Every night's a fun night when you're Flacky Marazon, buddy. That's that's great. Can I have a swig of what you got there? Make a persuasion check. Is it with advantage because he's drunk? Uh, <laughs> no, because he's a selfish prick. <laughs> 22. He goes, 
better not finish it off. And he just throws it at you. Perfect. I'll take, you catch I'll take, it. Yeah. And you pop open like the top. And yeah, it's this weird like clay urn. And it's got this really strong smell. And you take a sip and it's real strong stuff. Real heavy. You know what? While you get drunk, I'm just going to get a message to Hannibal and make sure everything's fine. You are far away. <laughs> Further than the hundred feet of the spell, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, you know, distance there. How far? How far away am I? You're probably about like three hundred feet away from the church itself. Let yeah. alone the, you know, where he is in the church. You're not exactly sure where he's at in there. Shoot. How long have we been gone, roughly? I don't know. Maybe a minute or so. A few uh, minutes. Okay. So probably not long enough that I would be worried. Nah. Not quite yet. No. <laughs> I'm sure everything's fine. Uh, Kimarazan, right? Oh, I'm sure say it right. Yeah, it is Kimarazan. And he takes the thing back and takes no, a sip. There you go. Uh, what are you doing roaming around town all by yourself? Shouldn't you have some guards or someone watching you? Guards? Well, I mean, you're you're one of the governors, aren't you? <laughs> or not the governor, you're one of the, the councilmen. Cow. Yeah, councilman, that's what I am. Uh, listen, Are you? I am. Oh, okay. Uh, it seemed like you didn't know for sure for a minute there. No, I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> okay. And he goes, listen, Dragonborn, there's only one thing I need to worry about. Yeah, what's that? Running out of booze. Oh, I can help you this out is, there. This is a man of good taste. We, we we're, you know, we're, we're staying at this really nice uh, B&B. They have tons of wine. Like, we can hook you up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's this place called? It's called uh, Mertier Auberge. You ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> How strong was that alcohol? <laughs> It was really strong. I feel really loopy just from the one sip. And he goes, that haunted-ass house. Yeah, that's the one. Nah, I'm good. What does it being haunted have anything to do with the liquor? Listen, I can get liquor everywhere I go. Uh, for free? I mean, I'm offering this free booze. This is Black <laughs> Everywhere I go, it's free. If they know it's good for them. <laughs> that, that's great. Okay. Um, what are you doing around these parts? You're why are you in the church district? I'm going church district. Yeah, this is the the church district. He stops and looks around. <laughs> and he goes, "Why the hell would I go here? I, this is stupid. Why'd you take me here? I, we we just <laughs> ran into you, sir. Listen, stupid. I know a thing or two about how I get home, and I don't go the church district. So what'd you two do to me? Uh, I didn't do anything. Um. You, you know, know I heard you uh, had a little bit of an altercation with uh, Valentine a few days ago. <laughs> what, did you slap him or punch him or what happened there? Nah, he's tried slapping me. Old man hit. Yeah? Yeah. Do you know where he's at? We're trying to find him. Um, If you find him, uh, do me a solid and tell him he hits like a girl. I, I will. You have no idea where he And then he looks at you, Alice, be. and goes, yeah, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, uh, Hannibal, in the church. Oh, boy. And the uh, the Great Devourer, uh, X319, you know, just sort of looks up at you, and he says, you know, investigator, really, you should be quite excited to see me. Uh, well, you know, I don't get to meet a lot of people like you, so sure. What, what, why, why is that? Why, I think that we can become good friends in this city. I'm listening. You see, there's going to come a time very, very soon, investigator, yeah. when I think that you might actually be of need of me. And when you are, I just hope that you'll remember that I can give you great information and intel. Oh, yeah? I mean, obviously, you're kind of on your own now. You're not... You know, we didn't specifically set you free, but we certainly aided you in that. Indeed, and that's why I'm very happy to see you. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I'm not pulling out my sword and shield just yet. Right now, we're just talking. And he, he just uh, kind of nods and smiles. So, you know, now that you're not on the leash of somebody else, what do you want to talk about? What kind of information do we want to talk about here? <laughs> Oh, we'll have all the time in the world for that later, Investigator. For now, though, I just wanted to pass that along since I saw you were alone. All right. What, uh, can I ask you a question? Indeed. And he starts floating to the front door. So, my buddy Murdoch Obsidian seems to be in town. 
he kind of cleaned up uh, a bit of a mess that you left in the in the waterways with the bullywugs. I think he kind of used your mayhem to bring up some demons, maybe. Um, do you? What do you know about? What have you heard about Murdoch? I assume you're probably not in league with him because I got a feeling you two wouldn't get along. He kind of pauses before he gets to the uh, front door, and the Great Devourer sort of slows to a stop, and he looks up and smiles at you, and he's just about right underneath you at this point, uh, Hannibal, and he just sort of kind of like thinks for a moment and sm- you know smirks back up at you, and he goes, oh, now that is an interesting question. I can tell you that I am not in league with anyone named Murdoch. However, that doesn't mean that who was controlling the crown wasn't in league with someone named Murdoch. Who was in control of the crown? Oh, now that's information that I'm hanging on to as long as I can, because it's something that I know you need. That's fair. And it smiles. I got a feeling you need something. Indeed why? Why You're I here do. for a reason, aren't you? I am. What is it you need? Did you know that you and your other investigator friends are quite loud? Yeah, so, yeah. It doesn't take a lot for me to hide and listen in on very, very lucrative conversations. Lucrative? Indeed. Lucrative how? Lucrative to who? To you? To me, indeed. All right. He says, I've now searched this building. I don't believe it's here. But I think I might have an idea of where it is. And he just sort of smiles and he says, good day, investigator. And the front doors unlock and then swing open. Back to you guys talking with uh, Flat Kimarazan, who is drunk and insinuating that you guys brought him to the church district and he's not very happy about it. And he's like, so what the hell do you want? I'll tell you what, can you do you mind coming with us uh, to the church? You got you got all this weapons and armor on you. We were trying to find some guards. Something happened there. You think you could help us out? There's probably some good church wine in the cellar we can find for you. Make a persuasion check. Yeah, yeah. You were gonna have disadvantage until uh, uh, he uh, heard uh, church wine. Eight. Uh, he. Well, let's see. How drunk is he? He goes. You think those miserable? Cowardly guards are going to help you out? <laughs> I'm Flakim Marazan. And he kind of like, you know, kind of the, the dusts himself off. He takes a swig of the wine, hucks the clay bottle, it smashes in the street. And he goes, all right, let's do this. All right, great. And Flakim Marazan, drunk as a skunk, is now stumbling behind you guys as you are heading back to the church? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The three of you are uh, heading back uh, to the uh, church. When we get within 100 feet, I want to send a message to Hannibal to see. Absolutely. So you guys, <laughs> what's going on? As, you, as you guys are walking down the uh, street, you guys see uh, a, you know, like a, a woman walks by. She kind of like sees Flacky Marazon stumbling and just sort of whoop, does like a, like a 45 degree angle to the other side of the street and keeps walking. Uh, and otherwise you arrive at the uh, church. Oh, uh, as you guys uh, uh, get to the front of the church and you guys pass by and Flack is stumbling around, uh, do me a solid and make me a, an intelligence check, you two. Unnatural uh, 20. Uh, why can I not find intelligence? Oh, uh, <laughs> 10. Uh, so, Thelonious, <laughs> you don't pay it any mind. You keep walking. Uh, Alice, you... Like the the woman who walks by kind of almost looks familiar for the briefest of seconds, and you kind of stop and turn around, and it dawns on you that she looks suspiciously like the first woman you guys found when you arrived in the city of Rayburn Falls. Was that Julia? And you turn around and you see nobody. It's as if she's gone. Something up there, Alice. I could have swore I saw something. Maybe, maybe not. It could just be trick of the light. Do you want to? Do you want to go check it out? I'll take Camara's on. Oh, the yeah. Church. You were also wanted to send a message to uh, Hannibal, right? Yeah, I'll get the message off to Hannibal first. Sure. Uh, so, what are you sending first? Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, "How you holding up in there?" <laughs> you have a sentence to reply. Uh, to reply, you missed some fun. <laughs> are you? I send a message back. Are you okay? I'm good. Just hurry up. Okay. So you. To walk into 
well, the front door. You guys, uh, we're going to run around to the back. And you see Flack is just stumbling to the front doors. And it's cracked open. And he just sort of swings it wide. And he's like, all right, where's this uh, church booze? And you hear the voice, uh, just this loud, gregarious, drunken voice, stumble into the church. And you see the same description of the person I saw, uh, mentioned before. Uh, fuzzy black beard. Giant barrel chest, real huge guy, tons of weapons. Who's that dude? This, this is, is the Flack Chimerazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Sure is. He's, uh, <laughs> that dude's a legend. He sure is. And he stumbles <laughs> in, he goes, I sure as hell am. <laughs> We're trying to figure uh, out what he's doing here in the church district. Well, if you didn't bring me here, I wouldn't be here right now. Oh, yeah, he, okay, guys, he, come he on. Let's cut, let's cut the shit and get down to business here. Uh, Alice was here, or not Alice, uh, fucking, uh, what's her name? Alice is right Vivian? there. Vivian was here. Oh. Oh. And not Vivian, I'm talking like Dragon Vivian. Where did it go? Uh, out the front door. You Just didn't see it, you didn't walk, you had to have walked by it. And that's when it clicks in your head there, Alice, that it must have been taking the form of... Miss Gale Star, who was murdered when you first arrived in the city. All right, so this thing is now impersonating dead people. Well, it can clearly do whatever it wants. You um, guys, well, you guys remember that it had the, I believe it was the disguise self spell at its disposal, which means that it can look like anyone it wants to. Why did it look like her, though? Who cares? Let me explain to you exactly <laughs> what I learned. You guys want to pass along the uh, the info? Yeah, all the info, and it seems like. Uh, the person controlling it was uh, Supercloak, who was hanging out with Murdoch. Oh, that's fun. That is fantastic. So, so what the hell is the agenda for this thing now? I don't know. I couldn't quite figure it. I I would assume it's it said it it said it didn't find what it was looking for here. I assume it's probably still looking for the armor. Why would it care about the armor if it's not being controlled anymore? Well, it's already got some pieces. If it gets its own and puts it on, it thing's going to be fucking unstoppable. When it was gathering pieces of the armor before, was that under order? Or was that just what it was doing on its own? Kimarazan, what do you think? Kimarazan goes to the uh, like one of the, the doors to the uh, uh, you know in the hallway. And he goes, what do I think about what? That door over there, you should probably kick it in. Uh, yeah, I guess I probably should. Natural 20. He kicks the door, it flies off the hinges, and you hear this nasty smashing sound. And you guys get the like a almost a chill down your spine. This guy has belligerent strength. That door was kicked, went flying across the room, smashed into the other side. Uh, do you guys want to go into the room and see what happened? Yes. Well, it's open. We might as well. Sure. Is, is, it, is this the office? Uh, that's well, kind of what, what I was referring to. Oh, uh, it was. Yes. <laughs> uh, I oh, rolled boy. in. Yeah. So, <laughs> we didn't have to pick shit. Flat Chimera's on now his... How are we going to explain this? Uh, easy. <laughs> Flat Chimera's on kicked the shit out of the door. <laughs> Just because he's a councilman doesn't give him the right to start breaking into the church. Who the fuck cares? He's the one getting in trouble, not us. That is, that is true. It's his word against ours. He's going to say we did it. Once Probably. he sobers up. <laughs> Probably. So the uh, if you guys want, go ahead and make a uh, uh, make a, an intelligence check, I guess. I can tell you a little bit more about uh, what just happened there. 21. Ooh. Five. What are we doing? Intelligence? Intelligence check, yep. Hell's intelligence. With a five, Thelonious? Man, he's strong. <laughs> 13. 13? Wow, he's really, really strong. Like, very strong. With a 21? 21. 21. Uh, he has, you think, almost beyond human strength. The door was kicked, went flying across the room, and just smashed into the wall, and left an imprint in the wall. What kind of species is he again? He's human, you think? That was an impressive kick. He goes, ha, yeah, I, uh... Funny story, uh, in my adventuring days, found a genie. And he goes sifting through the drawers. Yeah, what What about this genie? Oh, uh, yeah, I wish for uh, ultimate strength. It's great. And he reaches into the drawers, pulls it out, pulls out a stack of papers, throws them on the desk, and he's like, hey, there's any booze in here. And he goes sifting through more drawers. Can, can we it's... roll an insight on this genie story real quick? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's not that it does anything. Um, is a seven. Nine. Six. He's telling the truth. Okay. 
He so, at, at least seemingly is telling the truth. He's uh, he's. I mean, he's pretty drunk right now. Pretty forthcoming with with information. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah, he's. Hey, does hey, he get yeah. to wish for anything else? No, it uh, tricked me out of the other goddamn witches. Bullshit. How did that happen? I don't know. He he said some things, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, and I agreed to it. And I don't know. I ended up with a a fancy looking coat and the genie's freedom. It was bullshit. Bullshit. Fancy, fancy looking coat. Yeah. I ripped it in pieces. Fuck that coat. <laughs> At least I got strength out of it. Genie ever comes back, I'm gonna wring his ugly genie neck. Is your middle name Jafar by any chance? I don't know who the hell that is, but <laughs> shut up and help me look for booze. It's pro- I think it's in the other room. Oh, is it? Probably. Probably. Let's, let's go. Let's cellar. go check. Hey, by the way, you know, while we're walking to to this next place. Why do you hate uh, Valentine so much? Or where'd you where'd you get this story that the wife was uh, bloodbane? Uh, I overheard the some of the uh, counselors talking about it. They whispering, cackling, and miserable what, what, little the other, the other counselors think that he's a that that the wife was a bloodbane too. Well, that's the rumor that they were spilling, spewing back and forth to each other. So you just decide to use that information all of a sudden <laughs> to prompt more? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I, I guess. And he stumbles out of the office uh, without you guys even really having to persuade him very hard. And he goes to one of the doors that are open. Though he doesn't really op- use the door handle. He just sort of smashes the door open. The the uh, the knob kind of flies off the hinges. And, uh, and he stumbles in. He goes, oh, hey, what is this? Communion wine? These priests know how to live. All right. Well, he's drinking. Yeah, I think we're going to check out the room. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. So uh, it's kind of in disarray I'm, now. I'm going to hang with him, though. Keep, uh, keep him busy. Yeah, he can't yeah, be keep, trusted. Keep asking him questions. <laughs> yeah, sure. So Elodius goes call. to uh, uh, keep him busy. And uh, as far as that goes, I, I, uh, we have Alice and Hannibal. Hannibal are searching the office. So go ahead and make investigation checks, you two. And... Polonius, what did you want to talk to him about? He basically goes into this like storeroom. It's like the one that had all the kind of preserved, kind of mundane foods and stuff. And he pulls out like a bottle of wine, cracks it open, starts drinking it, and he reaches into like a, a jar of like pickled eggs and starts like he can't really get his fist out when he has like three of them in his hand. And so he just smashes the bottle and pickle brine juice like smashes to the ground. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And he sticks one in his mouth and spews or uh, uh, swills back some drink. How, how do those taste? It tastes like priest piss. Oh, you, you know what priest piss tastes like. He eats another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hey, I heard you got a group of people that follow you around called the Raiders. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, worked it out where they, they're like employed by the city. I don't pay a dime for those fuckers. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. Can I have a swig of that drink? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Natural twenty. He goes, brother. Now you roll it, <laughs> brother. You can take the bottle, and he nice. s- he hands a bottle to you. Wait, he goes to hand it to you, takes it back, takes a sip, and then hands it to you, and then grabs another bottle and cracks it open. Hey, cheers, cheers. Nice. Yeah, clicks the uh, the wine bottle together. It's not especially strong wine. Okay. It's it's very like you know if if in real life you've ever had like Manschwitz or something. It's very like you know communal, very fruity. Yeah. Uh, but you're not sure if he's sober enough to be really paying that much mind to it. Gotcha. Uh, what do what do you got these raiders doing for you right now? Oh, right now they're uh, usually just hanging out with me. Uh, couldn't find, uh, couldn't find them. Didn't want to find them. Didn't want to find who? The Raiders themselves? Yeah, I, I went. I went out for a drink, and uh, they were cramping my style. Oh, all right. Do you do you have them doing any sort of uh, important mission right now, or are they? Ah, the only important mission they've got is uh, hanging out and drinking, which they're failing right now. I should cut their pay. That sounds like a good plan. And he nods. He goes, yeah, cut their pay. I'm sure I'll remember that. And back to you guys in the office. Uh, What did you get for investigation checks? Nine. Eighteen. With a nine, uh, Hannibal, you go looking around, and sure enough, you do, much like uh, uh, Altarius had mentioned before, you find a, a record of like graves and stuff, and you even find the same grave that Altarius let you know about, uh, the one for uh, Morn's wife. Uh, her name is Pyralis. P-Y-R-A-L-I-S. And uh, as far as that goes, 
Uh, it says the same stuff that was uh, mentioned before, uh, that, you know, she died of unknown causes when she first arrived in the city, uh, and you know where the grave is. Alice, the... Uh, as you're looking through paperwork and stuff, you find a uh, uh, an old, old, crumpled kind of scroll, uh, like way at the bottom of the the you know the stuff that like you know Flack had pulled out. You probably wouldn't have noticed it if it wasn't for him just grabbing stuff and throwing it everywhere. But you find this scroll, and uh, you find that in the uh, the shrine that's in the backyard of this place, it looks like there's like you almost see like a uh, what seems to be like a blueprint. And it looks like there's a, a pretty large structure underneath the Grand Duke Lion Cathedral. And it is called the Catacombs of Kuru. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.